888-532-3439. Or call the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's The Rush with Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. He's in the slot, rolling right back to throw on third and nine. Still looking, now he tosses deep downfield. Intercepted! Billy Bowman picked it off! He's on the run! Far side to the 30! He's got a convoy! To the 20! To the 10! Pick six! Billy Bowman pick six! Stoops and Major in the backfield. It'll be Gabriel on the keeper. Runs over a cyclone! Touchdown! You sit down! First down snap, back to pass, Gabriel takes a deep drop, looks deep, has all day, flies for the end zone, wide open, Nick Anderson, touchdown! Bam! Here's the punt, (laughs) it's blocked! Rolling around at the one-yard line, and it flies through the back of the end zone for a safety. Snap, rolling right, Becht, looking to throw, backing up under pressure, dumps it, threw it away, picked off Gentry Williams, and he's out of bounds at the 43 in Cyclone territory. A terrible decision by Rocco Becht. Gabriel back to pass, looks near side, pats the football, throws deep across the middle for Jaden Gibson. He caught it! He keeps his feet, he gets by a guy, he's to the one, and he is in touchdown! What a play! Big 12 championship That's interesting from Coach Stoops, Tyler, because I've been led to believe it runs through Lubbock, Texas. Where the for team some to weird be, reason. says Joey McGuire. Yeah. Boy. <laughs> That's what everyone likes to say when they think that they're on the rise, right? No, guys, it runs through our town. Yeah, get out of here. Runs through Norman, has since the year 2000, and uh, that doesn't change this year. It's going to roll through uh, Norman, Oklahoma. Hey, um, this is like maybe our last segment to talk about the game from this past Saturday, and we've mostly looked ahead today. But CBS does have their letter grades out from each performance last Saturday. Uh, let's see if we think and the text line thinks it's fair. CBS is giving uh, OU an A grade for Saturday against Iowa State. Says Dylan Gabriel was money on Saturday. I'll, I'll say that again for some of you that need to hear that. All right? I'll, I'll repeat it. Dylan Gabriel was money on Saturday in the 50-20 win over Iowa State. Granted, this Cyclones team is far from those that put the program on the map, but his 366 yards passing, three Passing touchdowns and two rushing touchdowns looks like a line from Baker Mayfield or Kyla Murray. Dang. Ooh, okay. Matt Campbell said. It does. Matt Campbell said something uh, similar after the game, saying we faced some elite quarterbacks, including some here, and he's as good as it gets. And he played an elite level tonight. That it was a very Baker Mayfield esque type of performance. Uh, with some confidence, some bravado, some uh, letting the ball fly down the field. Running in the end zone yeah, with some attitude after taking some contact yeah. at the goal line. Yeah, dude. Which I love. I mean, 
It's that's seriously like the the best we've seen Dylan Gabriel, and I hope we see more of it. I hope we see more of it, and I think we will. I feel like he's. I mean, that's a game you build on, isn't it? Uh, I mean, I I would think so. I mean, to play this many games and maybe have so we both agree it's his best game at OU, and maybe it's just his best game that he's ever played um, in a college football game before. And to have that type of game before the biggest start of your career, I think comes at it. Yeah, it comes at a great time. Comes at a great time. You need confidence if you're going to be a quarterback in a game like this. And um, I bet he's got more confidence right now than probably at any other point in his career. Yeah, when, when which I is, when is I good. think of when I think of potential things that make me nervous from Saturday, he's not on that list. Yeah, I think and there's a I think his receivers continue to make him right whenever he he throws it down the field for him. Um, the protection has been really good, um, and. The other part is his defense. Uh, your your quarterback, everyone on the offense gains a bunch of confidence knowing that the defense has their back. I can be more aggressive as a quarterback. Okay, if something happens, someone intercepts one, whatever, right? It's not the end of the world because our defense can go out there and get the football right back for Lost us. Lost City sooner. Like that, that stuff matters. Legitimately said the same thing. DJ's a lot better because his defense is better. What I mean is he can try. He can uh, hang out throwing. He If he makes a mistake, it's not going to cost you a game. Yep, that's it. That's right. Um, that's right. So are we good with the A grade from Saturday before we move on? I'm, I, I, I think the defensive struggles in some ways come out as a positive because – in the final 39 minutes, they had less than 100 yards. It just, it, it's yeah. further proof that maybe not all four quarters are perfect, but even if it's a bad first or a second quarter, whether it's adjustments or you know whatever, they can, they can turn around and play pretty good defense after, after giving up some points. They're, they're a resilient bunch, huh? How about that? Here's, here's the thing. I probably, now that I think about it, I probably would not – give them an A. Um, I mean, here's the reason. We defense, like the two big plays, stuff like that just hasn't happened this year to us. Now, I know we had the one in at the Tulsa game where Vickers thought he was in a different coverage. They had an easy touchdown, and then Reggie Pearson got beat on the out and up. Um, but I, Bowman and Key Lawrence both taking those bad angles. I, that's not, I'm not worried about that happening again, but it still happened, and they turned into massive explosive plays. So you had those two plays. You had, um, you had a, a, even though I think it's a trash call, you had a holding call that brought back a, an explosive run. You had a blocked punt that should have been an easy touchdown that we just got a safety out of. We left a bunch of points on the board on that. Missed a field goal. Punting wasn't good. Kicked the ball out of bounds. So a D plus. You know, but you know what I'm saying. I, I know. Um, like there, there's so many good things with this team, and I think that they're on. 
they're at a pretty good level right now, but there's still some things that they'll leave out there from time to time. And that's not unique, man. There's Right. I mean, hell, Georgia's doing that on a week-in, week-out basis. But Yeah, Georgia about got their ass beat well, by Auburn. They were down they to nothing. But, I, you know, like that is – that definitely needs to be better. But it's just – even though they played well up to this point – um, I guess it's still a little exciting to think about. If they can clean that stuff up, it's going to look even. It's going to look even better, right? Um, and I think they will. I think they will clean those things up. We are not in championship form right now, but we don't. Like, we're going to have to play really good to beat Texas. Um, so I'm not. When I say we don't need to be in championship form yet, I guess what I'm saying is like we just have to keep improving. Week in, week out. As the se- if we do that, as this season unfolds, we'll have a chance to do whatever we want to do at the end of the year. Uh, Tex- I, I mean, that's that's how it is. Texas got an A minus from CBS. Uh, they didn't have to play against Jalen Daniels. Lucky for them. Uh, right. Okay, let me ask you: What the hell's going on with that? Because it's I, I, I'm guessing it's the same injury that he had before the year where he missed. Well, but I had no idea. I had I, no well, idea. That's what I was going to ask you. Neither did Leipold. Leipold said he didn't know about it until they got to the stadium right before the game. That he was in pain or he wasn't going to – I don't know how that's possible. Yeah, I don't either. I That's fishy to me, man. Yeah, it's fishy. I smell shenanigans is what uh, – Sounds like someone went out to Dirty Sixth Street on Friday night is what it sounds like to me. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. And – or something, I don't know. The fact that Leipold said, I didn't know anything about it until right before, right whenever hmm. this morning we were about to play the game. Because if you are, if you're Daniels and you wake up and you tweak your back doing something and you're about to play Texas, it's like panic mode. Where's the trainer? Trainer, first thing they're going to do is get a hold of the coach. And like the fact that it just kind of flew by and no one knew anything about it until they got to the stadium, which I'm pretty sure is what he said. I'll have to look up the exact quote, but I, I thought that was just crazy. Yeah, that's that's definitely it's definitely fishy. Dave from Mizzou says, what's the deal with Texas tight end Sanders? He went out against Kansas with a leg injury. IMO, yeah. he's the biggest mismatch for the OU defense. Dave, um, Sork said the day he's day-to-day. And when he's yeah. asked about it again on Thursday, he'll be day-to-day. When he's asked about it again on Saturday pregame, he's a game time decision. Yeah. Well, he got rolled up. It looks pretty nasty on film. Um, but uh, he may play. I don't know how effective he's going to be. I'll tell you right now, he sucks as a blocker. Yeah. He is he's... horrible as a blocker. And if he's hobbled. I I guess what I'm saying is I think he loses what makes him a tough, a tough mismatch if he's hobbled at all uh, because he becomes I think he he becomes very average very quickly now I uh, if he was one a, more of a bigger thumper type of tight end and could block really well I think you could still get some of that out of him but he stinks as a blocker so I I think he's even if he plays, he's probably not going to be nearly as effective as he typically is. Cam says, is Danny Stutzman okay? He acted like he didn't even get injured after the game. It was pretty funny. 
Like, what? Huh? I would eat. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I like, stubbed my toe. And that was that was it. Brent <laughs> said he was going to be just fine. So, that's Danny Stutzman's playing on Saturday, guys. Yeah, he's there, playing. There ain't no way he's missing that game. I, pr- I promise you. No yep. way. Yep, he's fine. He's been battling that, like, just a little shoulder issue. He's getting that dead arm stinger thing out there every now and then. Um, you saw it whenever he got up, his yeah. arm was hanging like like a limp noodle next to his body whenever he rolled over. It's like if you've ever slept on your arm and cut off the circulation at night and then, like, you're trying to <laughs> you're trying to get it to wake up and you roll around and it's just lifeless. There's nothing there at all. It's kind of what it looked like whenever he was getting up. Uh, official Danny Stutzman injury report. Steve Stutzman says he is good via the text line. Yeah. Told you guys he's playing. Hey, Danny Stutzman's going to miss this game. <laughs> no chance. Homeboy's yeah, he gonna tried be... to play whenever he had the uh, dislocated elbow or whatever. And that Was that his first game? One of the first games whenever he's running down on special teams. Uh, no, actually, I think he was playing defense. Uh, and had the that was whenever he hurt that elbow. And remember when he's... Getting the crowd all hyped up as they were like, listen, dude, you've got to get off the field. <laughs> I love it, man. I, 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 I dig that. Um, okay, so we talked about kind of our early week feel. Um, we normally do, I, at least I normally do early week scores. You don't. That's fine. I said, oh, you buy a field goal is my Monday feel. You feel good because you think that, like, this is it for OU. Like, at least that's how they've been approaching this game all offseason and into this year. They don't care that they're 5-0. and Like, there's no other option to them but to win this game, right? Yeah. And for Texas, you think, like, you feel good because you think, well, yeah, we're, we're pretty good right now. Like, they may have that attitude going into this one. Yeah. Yeah. Not the end of the world for Texas. Um. Happy with where they are. Oh, my gosh, we're undefeated. Look, we're ranked number three. We beat them 49-0 last year. They're only ranked number 12 or whatever they are. They're not on our level anymore. Oklahoma's, you know, I I just I like where we're at going into the game. And also, I, I love the matchup for us. Now, Texas is good. There's no doubt they're good, but. I don't think they're going to be able to run the ball very good against us. I think the pressure we're going to put on uh, on yours is going to force him to make some really bad mistakes. The dude, I mean, he's a good quarterback. Don't get me wrong. He made some really nice throws in the Kansas game um, and has all year. But he also is inaccurate at times, bad. I, he, he'll throw you the football, Um now, he, he hasn't turned it over a bunch this year or anything, but we've seen him do it in the past. He, Whenever you start to get to him, he has a really difficult time yeah. getting his eyes downfield, and I know we're going to get to him. and I know we're going to put a bunch of pressure on him. And right now, I know he they've got some really good skill guys, but I trust our cover guys. Until I see otherwise, I think – Venables trusts him also, and is going to heat him up. I look, man. I, I think corner. I think like most positions, it's all about confidence. But I think corner, especially, 
Gentry Williams is still young, but, God, he looks like he's playing with a ton of confidence right now. Right. And he, to me, is – he's like a complete corner. Like, some guys are great in coverage, but maybe they don't want to, you know, put their – stick their nose in it when it comes to the run game. That He shed a block in the first half the other night, made a play behind the line of scrimmage that was like a three-yard loss that made me say, like, dang – like, this kid is legit. Like, he's great in coverage, but if they want to throw that tunnel screen out, he'll get off a block and he'll go make a tackle. Mm-hmm. And it looks so simple and easy, but that's something that just really hasn't happened around here a lot recently. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I I feel good about it. I feel good about it. Um, you know, I, their defense is good and has performed really well, but – how are they in the back end? They give up some plays. Um, I let's see. They haven't faced a good passing attack yet. I mean, Jalen Milroad. I mean, that's that's for sure with Bama. Right. So it's kind of hard to gauge, and one may say the same thing about us. And you know, I I would say, well, yeah, I guess that's true, but you know. I'd say we defended the, at the time, was the number one receiver in the Big 12 at the time, uh, Henderson, with Cincinnati. I think we defended him really well. Um, I don't know. I think we'll find out a lot about both defenses. I mean, it's it's kind of how do you project it at this point. Um, I don't know. I, I'll check out their advanced analytics and see what they say, but. That's going to be a tough matchup for them is just kind of basically my point there. Yeah. I mean, regardless of uh, if they're better than what they think or not, I mean, OU's wide receivers, golly, man, they're they're legit. 918, one more before we hit a break. Fun stat of the day, OU special teams, 31 extra points, six field goals, one touchdown, one safety, plus defense, two touchdowns, have outscored OU's opponents, uh, opponents 69, nice, to 54. Yeah. Huh. Well, I like it. I like it. I like where we sit. I, it, I think the the matchup looks good for us. Um, we're going to find out a lot, though, and we'll find out a lot early. I I think it's everything says it's going to be really close, and I think that's probably going to be the case. All right, quick time out. More from the rush coming up. Final hour rolls on here from Newcastle Casino. Stay tuned. This is the Ref Sports Radio Network. Attention basketball fans. Get ready for an electrifying season with the defending Big 12 champion Oklahoma women's basketball team. Tickets are on sale now and start at just $99. Don't miss out on the action. Secure your seats. Visit our website at www.oecfiber.com or call 405-217-6868 to sign up today. Steve, y'all in Oklahoma are kind of partners in crime, leaving for the SEC. Uh, is it going to be harder to embrace the hate this week, or will you hate them as much as ever? <laughs> I don't know. We embrace it because they're supposed to hate us. I don't know. Um, you know, at the, at the end of the day, sorry, uh, at the end of the day, this is uh, – it's a great rivalry, right? And I don't think there's a whole lot of love lost between the fan bases, between the ex-players, the ex-coaches. Um, 
there's a lot of crossover on both rosters of players that have played together in high school or against each other in high school. The coaching staffs have competed against each other, maybe not at these two institutions, but at different places. So um, in the end, you know, it, it is what it is. We're, we're trying to compete for a Big 12 championship, and so are they. And so it's going to take our best effort, uh, not only physically, but I think mentally, to be sharp Saturday. It is the rush on the ref. Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman, there's Steve Sarkeesian, his weekly press conference earlier today. Again, the highlights, Jatavian Sanders, their starting tight end, uh, currently listed as day-to-day right now after an injury against Kansas. Hey, is uh, is the wide receivers, are they the, the best position group OU has right now? Where'd you go elsewhere? Which, um. we had this conversation before the year. Say before the Texas game, they're in the conversation. It would have been hard to believe, but they are in the conversation. Yeah. It's kind of difficult. I mean, part of me wants to say safety is deeper. But I mean, I know that we've got a bunch of guys rotating through. <sighs> I, it's hard to say. I perhaps, perhaps they are the best position group we have. You know, it's difficult though at safety whenever you've got Billy Bowman, uh, Key Lawrence, Reggie Pearson, Peyton Bowen, uh, Robert Spears Jennings. It's pretty daggum good too. Hell of a group, man. That's young talent. That's some that have played a lot of college football that are having their best years. Yeah. I, wide receivers, at least in the conversation, I guess really is the yeah. point here. Regardless of, of who it is, it's the best position group on the offense, I would say. And it, it's, oh, yeah. it's still crazy that we're having that conversation based on what we thought. And you know what? We were so wrapped up in, I mean, it's off-season conversations. Who's going to be the number one receiver? Who's going to be the number one receiver? And, I, I mean, I guess Andrew Anthony is wide receiver number one, but it doesn't really seem like it's mattered all that much. It hasn't yeah. mattered. I don't know who the number I, I, It's It feels like a by-committee group. That's fine. I like all of them in one-on-one. You know, that's, the, that's what's so great um, is I, if you're a defensive coordinator right now and you're trying to put together a game plan, like, if you're playing most teams – you know exactly where you're going, like where you've got to put uh, most of your attention at the secondary. But with Oklahoma, you can't do that. And I know, like, whenever you think about Texas, they've got they got a couple of guys too, but I don't know that they got five that are great deep ball guys, great route runners, um, just really difficult matchups with all kinds of different body types. So – I, I think it's a great yeah. group. Well, I, I said uh, said earlier that this game is the best I felt about an OU offense's performance in a while. Mm-hmm. And okay, is Andrew Anthony wide receiver number one? I, maybe um, he had one catch for 16 yards, and they still had a great offensive day. Like I don't think that's necessarily an indictment on Andrew Anthony. What I think it says is Andrew Anthony can only have one catch, and they can still have a hell of a day offensively. Even right. without him. Yeah. And I think that's right. Uh, I just, you know, and I don't think that 
during the offseason, I don't think we, we necessarily thought the receiving core was going to be bad or not be good. We just didn't know anything about anyone. I mean, we've known that, that we had a ton of potential in the room. It was just, our, you know, our, what are we going to get? And, frankly, it took a little while for the stars to start showing up on some stuff. But, you know, here we are after five games. That Tulsa game is when it happened, man. Yeah. Game three is when we really said, oh, okay, yeah, hell of a game by the wide receivers, and they've only gotten better since. Agreed. Zane says, what receiver would you hate to not have Saturday? Nick I, Anderson. That's Yeah, that's what Zane says, Nick Anderson. I, I'm glad we have all of them, number one. Um, number two, I just think that he is – he can do it all. He's tough on the short yardage stuff. He's got the size to go up over guys on the sideline on intermediate. He can run by people for the go balls. I think he can do everything. He blocks his tail off on the outside. So uh, that's that's where I'd go, but I don't know that there's a wrong answer to that. I love this one. 918 Emmett Jones is wide receiver number one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's a hell of a hire. Jeez. No uh, kidding. Let's see. A-Train says no one mentioned the Stoops video of him in the Porsche declaring the road to Arlington runs through Norman. That's one of the greatest bits of media that I've seen to ever come out of Norman. Now, what was it? The the, the, the video before where he's driving, um, driving oh, in Norman. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Um, no, that was cool. Then he comes running out of the tunnel with Toby Keith. Yep. That was cool. That was very cool. Um, by the way, th- there was a texture that just said this, so I'm going to piggyback off of it a little bit. I didn't hear one negative thing. I didn't see one negative thing on social media during the game about Jeff Lebby. I didn't get one call or text negative towards Jeff Lebby in the postgame. So Jeff Lebby must have had a hell of a game on Saturday if that was the He game. did. That's two years in a row that he is – uh, schemed the crap out of Iowa State. The mule shoe kryptonite, and he's figured out Iowa State, huh? Yeah, I, and I thought it was great. I thought some of the passing concepts were excellent. Um, you know, we like I said, we tried more variety in the run game, which I thought was a really good thing. Um, you know, still like to see those backs, you know, make that extra guy miss and turn something into an explosive, but. Uh, I thought he, I thought he did a really good job calling plays. I had, I didn't really have an issue with anything. We, we how could you? They times. didn't punt till the third quarter well, right. on Saturday. It was, it was great. Nine one eight. What's the grade for the offensive line from Saturday? Uh, pretty good. B plus. B plus. I mean, there's some. There's the I'll protections. Take a, I'll been take excellent. a B plus on Saturday. Uh, protection's been excellent. Now, um, we either gave up a sack or uh, Dylan Gabriel got hit as he threw. I can't remember, but that was on the tight end. Stogner in the back um, got beat on a guy on a protection. The offensive line pass protection's been really good. Uh, they got their hands full this week, though. Uh, Texas is big. And they are strong on the interior. They've got two interior guys that are really good. Well, that's going to be a test for uh, Tawie Walker. And I say Tawie Walker because it's obvious, right? 
He, uh, how many carries did he get on Saturday? He got four, mm-hmm. barely played, four carries. That must mean Dawee Walker's getting 20-plus carries on Saturday. That's that's how that situation's gone so far this year. Well, who had the most? Major? Major had 19 carries. Sawchuck had seven. Tawee had four. Barnes had zero. Didn't Major have the most against Cincinnati, too? He had 15. Yeah, I think that is right. Let's see. Yeah, 15. Yeah, he had 15. Gabriel had 11. Tawee had five. And Barnes and Sawchuck had zero. I think, I think Marcus Major's going to be... I think he's going to lead them until someone else comes up on their opportunities and proves that they deserve more carries. I think it's probably going to be Marcus Major, whether people like that or not. Well, I mean, you, you at least your second-best option at this point. If you're going to complain about Marcus Major, can you give me a case definitively for anyone else? No. Kind of kind of tough to do, huh? I mean, I, I think – I think Marcus Major and Tawi are nice little change up uh, to each other. I mean, that's a Tawi coming in second half. Uh, that's where most of his carries were against Iowa State, I believe. And that is not a dude you want to see in the second half, man. It's because uh. Marcus Major's not. I he he's gone down too easy on some of the perimeter stuff when he's trying to break it. But between the tackles, he's a load. Where's Texas best wide receiver? Most people thought that coming into the year. Is that true today? Um, I think they're probably well. They're what? Like the single position on their team that they're that they're better than the rest is tied in. And well, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Yeah, right. I mean, that that could be out of the question. I mean, that's a that's a big deal if he doesn't play. That's a. Or even limited. That's right. that's a big deal. I agree. I mean, I probably receiver, but I think I'd like our receivers better. That's what I said earlier, man. I got I, I'm going to guess nationally for people that haven't really talked about OU that much. Hell I heard Texas guys two weeks ago saying, Who who are these guys? Jaleel Farouk? Nick Anderson? There's this thought that Texas wide receivers are so much better, and I, I don't think that's right either, man. Yeah. That will that will be the narrative this week wrong yeah I, I i don't know i don't know that there's i don't know i i feel good about our our guys they're probably they're probably better at running back um like their running game like you mentioned was better against kansas but didn't one of their running backs get hurt too I don't think it was Jonathan Brooks if one of their running backs did get hurt. Didn't he rush for over 200 yards on Saturday? I'm pulling up the numbers right now. Probably. He had, yeah, 218 on 21 carries. Jeez. Baxter had, uh, the freshman, had 15 carries for 67 yards. Then they have yeah. Jaden Blue as well. Which, by the way, I'll, I'll say something nice about the OU. I mean, it wasn't god-awful on Saturday. Um, but the short yardage wasn't bad on Saturday when they were in those spots. They at least converted. Yeah. Just about every time I can think of. Yeah. Yeah, they there's been there there's been some space in the running game. I think it's not great by the offensive line, but I would say like if you're frustrated with the running game, you should it should probably be a little bit heavier on the running back side than than the offensive line side. All right. 
Quick time out. More from the rush coming up. A couple of segments left here from Newcastle Casino. This Stay tuned. is the Ref Sports Radio Network. Hey, Sooner basketball fans. It's time for one last go round in the Big 12 at the Lloyd Noble Center. Your men's basketball season tickets are on sale now. And the state of, I'm really shocked. That's a, <laughs> that's a surprise. It's the rush on the ref. Tyler McComas, Teddy Lamb. Keep the text coming on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line, 405-651-3439. If OU plays a football game, then it means there's at least one play where PJ makes a big play, and he got him another one on Saturday. Not the uh, not the move that he had against Cincinnati, not to that level, but still a, uh, a play in the backfield nonetheless. So I'm... I'm going to guess that PJ does it again on this uh, this Saturday against Texas. He'll make some big some big play. Man, he he is um, he he continues to get better and better. I am uh, I'm thrilled with what I've seen from that young man, and I would like to know what got him so upset out there on the field where he tried to fight the entire Iowa State football team. I don't know, but don't you kind of like it? Don't yeah. you dig it? You're like, no, do. no, yeah, all right, come on. Yeah, mix it up. Let's go. You got a little edge a to him edge there. mean streak to him. Okay. That was good. Uh, yeah, he, he looks great, man. His get-off continues to be just excellent. Um, strong technique continues to come around. He's He's going to be a factor this weekend for sure. I think so, too. What's the spread currently? Scores and odds has it as Texas minus six and a half. Ooh, is that getting bigger? Well, they say it opened at six and a half. I don't feel like that was the – I feel like it opened around five. Yeah, I don't know. There may This may be one of those games where there's uh, <laughs> some discrepancy. Dude, wow. Okay, um, according to scoresandodds.com, 95% of the money is currently on Texas. 80 per, wow. 87% of the bets, 95% of the money. Yeesh. Jeez. No wonder it's gotten bet up. Right. Man. How's yeah. that make you feel? Good. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Feel good about it. Um, on the, whatever, the ESPN analytics, the FPI or whatever, it still has Oklahoma with a 54.2% chance of winning the foot. They love OU. I think he, uh, FPI has OU as the number two team in the country. Yeah. Interesting. It's interesting. Like, you look at the just like the matchups and and how everything looks. It just it looks to be a uh, what's going to be a really close game. And, I mean, two really good offenses and two really good defenses. And I, that's that's what you want. Greg from Lawton says, I love that. Retail is always wrong. Yeah. I guess not always, but I think it's kind of goes towards what I was talking about with the football team. They've had a little bit of success, and now everyone's just unloading their wallet on Texas, and if you're – if you're around that, because this isn't just a, a one-off, I, you can feel great about Texas winning and covering a bunch of different football games that they've played this so far this year. I, this is not the one to unload your wallet on. 
No, but, no, 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 no. You know what I'm saying? But because of where they sit, everyone just thinks this is the year, and it doesn't matter. Like, the work is done. We're already there. And I don't know. I, It's just it's the two teams, I feel like, mentality-wise, are in different places. Oklahoma, is, they're undefeated, still not getting any respect across the country, and that's fine. It's perfect. Um, but I, I think that the team – because of that, because of last year, is going to have a really good edge to them coming into this game. And an edge that they haven't seemingly had in this game since, I don't know, since when. But they've just been favored for before last year, right? Right. They've just been favored in this game for so long, expecting to win, to lose. thought of as the better team, theirs to lose, all the pressure is on them. This is a... It, it's it's really flipped this year, and, and like last year, I, I know like all the pressure was on Tech. That's just such a unique circumstance. Um, both teams, for the most part, going in healthy. It's it hasn't been like this during the decade of suck for UT. Right. So it's and here's the thing, regard. though. Here's the thing. I the pressure has always been on been on Oklahoma in the past, but I think it's still on Oklahoma this year, and. Maybe not from pundits and people talking about what's going to happen in this game, but internally, the pressure, they're putting it on themselves. That's what I'm telling you. Is that it's not a, as long as we play tough, we'll be fine. If we lose this thing, you know, it. we can still win the B12. We can still make a playoff. I, I just don't get the sense that that's going to be the mentality from this football team. And even if they're the underdog, I don't think it's a a pressure-off situation, just go out there and let it fly. I think that this is this is like, like a truly do-or-die moment for this football team to see. I, I, I feel like they want to see where they're at. 5-8-0, um, one more before we hit a break, wants us to play the Butch Jones' ass clip again, like we played on Friday. <laughs> Here's a, a Detroit radio station late last week. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Uh, Butch Jones. You know, I think, you know, I don't think you're going to have to pay an arm and a leg. I don't know why he's at Arkansas State, why he took that job. You know, he was saving a couple years. Butch Jones is going to get fired at Arkansas State. He cried on the sidelines two weeks ago. They lost 73 to nothing. Butch Jones is ass. Yes, he was throwing a water bottle in the studio when that was when that was yeah, going that's on. That's great. Didn't Arkansas State put up like seventy on someone? They won. I don't think it was seventy, but they won uh, at UMass on Saturday. I think they're three and two. Watch oh, out. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Put up fifty-two. Put up fifty-two. They got it going all of a sudden. Yeah. All right. Uh, quick timeout. We got the final segment here from Newcastle Casino next. Stay with us. Talking Sooner football is what we do. This is the ref.
Are you someone with extra weight and looking to make a lifestyle change? Norman Regional's Journey Clinic is ready to help you get started. We are excited to be one of the only weight loss clinics in the region offering the SPATS balloon, the world's only adjustable gastric balloon, and also the gastric balloon with the highest success rate. There are no incisions and no hospitalization, just a walk-in, walk-out procedure. Join the tens of thousands of patients who have changed their lives with a SPATS balloon. Visit journeyclinic.com or call 405-515-2049 to request an appointment. You've made a big difference in my life. Thank you. Hey, I'm Reba McIntyre. Growing up in Oklahoma, I had big dreams of becoming a successful country music singer. But I also knew the odds were against me and that I needed an education to fall back on. Studying never got in the way of my dreams. In fact, school gave me lots of opportunities I wouldn't have had otherwise with my career. Please stay in school and try your best. You never know where a good education might take you. This message is brought to you by the U.S. Air Force. The Riverwind Casino and Hotel bringing you the final segment of the day. This is said a little tongue-in-cheek, but I am being serious a little bit. Was this the year to go to the SEC, seeing as what uh, that conference has looked like thus far this year? Man, some gettable teams in that conference. No kidding. They, I guess the East is pretty good, but, um, yeah, I feel like, um, I feel like the SEC is, it's probably the the most gettable the conference has been in a while. Uh, I'll I, take I take my chances against Alabama and Tennessee at home this year, and uh, on the road at LSU. Yeah, I'm saying those no, are automatic wins by any stretch, but that's um, boy LSU has got a terrible defense. I mean, they are bad, 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 bad. Yeah, just giving up all kinds of explosive plays left and right. Um, Arkansas is really struggling now. I know Auburn is. 0-2 in conference, but, man, they gave Georgia a run on Saturday. They're up 10 like nothing that, in that game, yeah. If they could just figure out how not to leave the best tight end in the country wide ass open over and over, they'd probably win that football game. Especially in a critical moment, under three minutes left with the game tied. They, um, they, they've got to find a quarterback, but he's recruiting his ass off out there Yeah. in – like before they even played a game with Hugh Freeze, they flipped a five-star from Georgia and a five-star from Alabama, their two biggest mm-hmm. rivals. Now, I don't think I have to tell people just how, like perception-wise, momentum-wise, how big that was for their program. Sure. So I, I got to think that there's some, some optimism there at Auburn. And OU goes to Auburn next year. Yeah. Um, Thorne, playing quarterback for him, was – 10 of 19 for 82 yards in an interception against Georgia. And they were in a dogfight until late. When he gets a, a quarterback in there that can go and can run a little bit, you know, that he's his offenses have always been able to run the football really well. Um, when that happens, they're going to be dangerous. I tell you um, who Georgia really misses, and it's the guy that they took for granted, um, Stetson Bennett at quarterback. Yeah. I don't think Georgia looks like this right now if Stetson Bennett's playing QB. 
and they'll probably still win the SEC East and maybe even the, the SEC and roll in the playoff, but that's not the same offense to me, man. Yeah. They're just they're just okay with Carson Beck at QB. They're not anywhere near special. Yeah, he 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 manages it pretty good. He makes smart decisions, but he doesn't seem to be like just an overwhelming playmaker, which right now I guess you don't necessarily have to be. Just find Bowers. Find Bowers and you're gonna be just fine. But I mean, I wonder when the last time Georgia gave up over 200 yards rushing was it probably has been a while uh well kirby had a practice on saturday night i'm sure after that which um speaking of teams giving up a certain amount of yardage for the first time in a long time Mm -hmm. dylan gabriel threw for over 300 yards at iowa state that hadn't happened to them in 19 consecutive games and he did that like early in the third quarter pretty wild right yeah he he was nails man he was nails Mm -hmm. If if we get that Dylan Gabriel Saturday, oh, see ya, see ya. That's right. Run it up. That's right. Run it up. Make it hurt. That's right. Yeah. Um, we need it. We need it. He if he brings that confidence in there and and is trusting his guys and putting the ball downfield, it's going to be great. All right, that's it for us. You guys killed it on the text line as always. You drive the show. We're just along for the ride. Time for an ice cold Pacifico. Girl. 